the right way to start out is by saying welcome to the giant monster bullshit podcast we okay. are doing uh not the usual thing right now we're doing something special uh we're doing our first guest episode with michael uh the kaiju groupie i don't know how you want me to introduce you but if you want to plug everything you're doing and sure. introduce yourself like right now do we have to do that right now <laughs> you not ready <laughs> no i'm good no i'm good i'm good but before we get started guys i do need to ask you just a really important question okay. um Am I allowed to curse on this show? Of course you're allowed to curse. Yeah, see, that's the thing. We're not allowed to cuss anywhere outside of our show because everybody else is PG, but you can do whatever you want. Yeah. Okay. All right, great. This, I'm, I'm glad this is now a safe space. If this is can, the HBO of I of, call it a danger uh, space. Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, for, for anybody who doesn't know me, my name is Michael. I am the host of the Kaiju Groupie podcast. Uh, I'm also the co-host of... Uh, Kaiju Weekly with my good friend Travis Alexander, um, where we basically just review movies and have fun with them. We just like to embrace the sillier side of this genre. Um, and for my show, the Kaiju Groupie Podcast, I just sit down one-on-one with fans, just like you two fine gentlemen, uh, and we talk about giant monster movies and how fucking awesome they are. Nice. Cool. Nice. Nice and intro. you've got uh, I know I know about your Twitter. Do you get? Do you have a an Instagram? Oh yeah, I have an Instagram where I take a bunch of toy pictures. <laughs> toy pictures. There we go. <laughs> um, I forgot you did that. Yeah, I, I collect a little bit. I'm I'm part of that little sub genre. I'm a little that little subculture within this uh, fine fine genre we're all part of. But uh, yeah, my uh, Instagram handle is the Kaiju Groupie. My Twitter handle is Kaiju Groupie Pod. Cool. And uh, you've also got a Facebook group right oh yeah i always forget about the facebook group because that's kind of how i got started <laughs> i'm reminding you of what to plug you are you are you guys are just we're all flying loosey-goosey here so uh <laughs> yeah uh i co-run a facebook group called the kaiju groupie and uh basically we're the best group ever in the history of the internet that's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> That's a pretty big distinction, actually. Yeah, wow. I had no idea we were talking. Who were you talking to, really? Holy Jeez. shit. Do yeah. we owe you money or something? <laughs> <laughs> Do you charge for this? Uh, okay, so. No, we thought about it. We thought about it. <laughs> so, um, my, my introduction to you, uh, I think our first interaction was after I posted after we posted our uh, red pill uh, <laughs> oh podcast, yeah. which yeah. we won't uh, we won't discuss. I don't want to put you in the hot seat, but um, yeah, you reach you and Travis reached out to me within like minutes of each other that day. Like after after I put out that episode, I was getting like my phone was just getting lit up with notifications from everybody coming out of the woodwork to be nice to us. Uh, and I think you might have been the first. <laughs> yeah, because it was it was um, to backtrack a little bit. Uh, I'm not going to go into detail because that's that's a long, painful story. Yes, it is. Uh, so basically, a few of the kaiju Twitterers freaked out on Twitter, as per the usual with Twitter, and a very intense argument ensued. 
among some of our friends within this community. Right. And you guys did an expose on it, which was super <laughs> hilarious. Um, because I woke up one morning and I'm like, I'm going to search out these random kaiju podcasts and uh, found you guys. And then I found your red pill episode. <laughs> and I'm thinking, okay, so I know what the term red pill means. So I'm going to find... <laughs> I'm going to find out exactly what angle these guys are, are, are going for here. And I listened and I, and I was cracking up the whole time, but to be <laughs> fair, uh, you guys didn't seem to take a side either way, so, which was good. You just kind of lined up, you just kind of laid out all the facts, like any good expose would. Yeah, right? that's right. There was no biases whatsoever. Absolutely. Uh, and, uh, yeah, uh, it was funny because when I listened to that and I heard you guys talk about it, it reminded me just how freaking stupid the whole thing was. <laughs> well, that's that's a relief to hear because that's honestly like my entire intention with that. No, yeah, totally. Is I learned, I saw all of that happening like in real time, and I was like, Matt's gonna shit his pants when I break this down <laughs> for him, especially because Matt is like. <laughs> I interact with people occasionally on Twitter, just little interactions and DMs and stuff. Matt is completely detached from all of that. <laughs> so for me to sit him down and explain like, okay, so this is a guy, he's got a podcast about giant monster movies. And so like this other guy with the podcast about giant monster movies is, uh, you know, <laughs> saying X, Y, Z and yeah, it was well, it started out as a, a thing to do with uh, an episode on Shane Godzilla. Right. That's yeah. how it started. Yeah, that that was another funny point for us because it's just like I don't know, people fighting about Godzilla movies, and not they they aren't even like disagreeing about the movie. You know what <laughs> no, I mean? Yeah, it's this weird community of people that are like they're all united by this one quality or this one like. <laughs> And then they're all like fighting about something that has nothing to do. They all have like giant monster profile pictures and like yeah. it's like it's just so weird. It's really surreal, isn't it? It, it it's is really. really. That yeah. would be a, a word to describe it, yeah. Um yeah, because I was talking with a I was talking with Eric last night on my show and we just we just kind of got onto the topic of just how dumb everybody acts sometimes. Right. Like mm -hmm. You know, just stick to the script. You know, stick to what you're good at, basically. You know, if you want to talk about giant monster movies, talk about giant monster movies. If you want to talk about politics and, and be an activist, you talk about politics and be an activist, that's fine. Uh, I'm not going to judge you either way. But, you know, basically we talked about pick a lane and stick to it. Mm, and right. that whole debacle was chaotic. And I honestly, I will say that I regret even getting involved in it because it, it in retrospect, it was just so, so stupid. So <laughs> stupid. And it, and well, go ahead. A, you have, uh, well, you have two parties, arguably, and I'm trying, I'm still trying not to pick a side or at least sure. not uh, let people in on the mm. side that I've picked, but you've got these people that are being more or less unreasonable. Mm -hmm. And then you have this whole support group of people who are like, Hey, you need, you want to talk about it? And mm -hmm. they're like, no, <laughs> I'm pissed. You know what I mean? Cause you I, I kind of know, I kind of know what side you're picking now. Hey, well, this is not an official statement. It was, yeah. We are neutral, entirely <laughs> neutral in this podcast in this are not situation. supported by the podcast itself. Yes. Um, 
No, but I I think uh, regardless of whose side you you pick, I mean, I think right. everything can be worked out by at least talking about it. Oh, yeah, well, it, it all boils down to the fact that we don't know how to fucking talk to each other anymore, mm. right? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we just all we just don't know how to have a a, a civil or I know the word civil gets thrown out a lot. Mm, uh, right. But have a civil war. Let's say construct. Let's have a constructive conversation instead of yelling at each other uh, about nonsense. Because at the end of the day, even though we do like this genre, we do like these movies. Um, it's a really dumb thing to argue over. Right. Like there are more important things to argue over in life, and in, because you know we're like Eric and I were talking last night. You know we're more than just our avatars on Twitter. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, there's real people behind some of those accounts. And sometimes uh, what is reflected on those accounts is not necessarily always what that person is actually like. Mm -hmm. But right. we want to uh, demonize people. Right. Mm -hmm. Without even knowing the full story. Or we want to take everything at face value, which is probably the na it, it's the nature of social media anyway. Mm -hmm. And we can get into right. that if you want to, but I, I don't think that's probably the, the conversation we need to have at this moment. But <laughs> just I will say this. People just need to calm the hell down and learn to talk to each other in a, in a way that's not yelling and screaming about a word you like to use, bullshit. <laughs> we, we do love that term. Yeah. <laughs> to... um. Yeah, to add on to that, or uh, just as an example, I don't know if you saw the uh, the mini uh, bullshit I was going through this morning on Twitter. Uh, no, sir. I have I have a life, and I don't live on Twitter. <laughs> well, so... I can't tell you how happy that makes me to hear that uh, <laughs> you don't let this shit get to you. But I posted this. Okay, so I woke up, and I'm not going to name drop anybody, but I got up this morning, and somebody on Twitter had posted that um, uh, about Invasion of Astro Monster. It was a, a comparison between Invasion of Astro Monster and Gamera versus Virus. Okay. And uh, they said that Glenn, and regrettably, I do not know the name of the uh, of uh, Takarada's character in that, but he oh, basically he, he basically I, I like said a terrible fan for not knowing it either. <laughs> yeah, see, well, we're on the same page here. So, right, okay. <laughs> so he he compared that duo to the uh, the duo of kids from Gamera versus Virus, uh, basically saying, uh, Glenn walked so that Jim could run. You know, the little Boy Scout guy. <laughs> and um, I don't know if you're entirely familiar with our take on that movie, but we we love Invasion of Astro Monster. We hate Virus. We thought those kids were annoying. And uh, so I posted, I just commented, Chad Glenn versus Virgin Jim. You know the meme, right? I know the meme. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I figured it's such an oversaturated meme that, like, everybody would get it. And this yeah. guy, this guy started freaking out that I was calling this child a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> and he, see, I'm glad you're laughing. It makes me feel like I'm not insane. And he was like, he was like, sir, that is a child you're talking about here. And I was like, <laughs> I mean, I tried to just like keep it lighthearted and, 
You know, it's like, yeah, yeah he's got no hose. That's the problem. <laughs> he's a virgin. But right. he was just like acting, and I really don't think he thought that, but he was acting incredibly offended that I was thinking of this child in sexual terms. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> or he okay. thought that you were. Yeah. yeah. And, and uh, he, other people joined in, and right. they just kind of, somebody, it ended up with somebody calling me a nonce. Uh, <laughs> Now, I'm not up on the cool kid lingo, so you're going to have to tell me what nonce means. I'm pretty sure it just means like a predator, like a like a pedophile. Okay. All right. I, I thought right, nonce Matt? was just like an idiot. Okay. I thought it was like old ah. English, right? I'll be honest. I ah. looked it up this morning, and it said uh, like a sexual deviant, especially a pedophile. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Well, I, yeah, he was calling you a, he was calling you a kitty dig. Yeah. Kitty diddler, for sure, yeah. So... And, and I was like, I was just kind of thinking I was insane. So I posted the, I created my own meme. <laughs> uh, I, I basically just drew the Chad Virgin meme with Jim and Glenn and, and posted that to be like, this is what I was talking about. Uh, anyway, they, they didn't respond or anything, but. Yeah, I'm looking at the meme as we speak. <laughs> okay, is, good. Thank you. It is it is glorious, I will say. Thank that. you. I want that meme to be shared with everybody. That's a meme of the world. That's not a, you know, I made it for everybody, so. But It's a very inclusive meme. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's a very progressive meme. Uh, no, but yeah, I, I just, I guess to add on to your point, people, uh, people like to talk like they're real stupid on the internet. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much, and that was sort of the the concept behind the, the podcast I started, and it was inspired by nice segue. Yeah, it was. It was not. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I try, but it was inspired by you know sort of what David at the Kaiju Apostle was doing with his like good old bridge stuff, where he'd sit down and like one on one with fans or whatever. Well, to me, especially after all that stuff happened a few months ago, with right? The part the parties that shall remain nameless. Uh, it kind of clicked with me like we don't know how to talk to each other in a way that's constructive. So that was my mission for my show where I wanted to sit down with people who were fans and we don't always talk about movies. I didn't want it to be just another review show because not that there's anything wrong with that because I'm a part of a, a, a great review show with Kaiju Weekly. Mm-hmm. Um, and but I, I I just wanted it to be a little bit more nuanced than that. I wanted to I wanted to actually sit down and have conversations with the individuals behind some of these avatars. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've had some really good ones. I've I talked with uh, Nathan Elijah. I just had an episode with Henry from uh, it came from Monster Movie, and all of them um, we all share very different perspectives on this fandom. We all share very different perspectives, right? Sort of as life experiences in general. Mm-hmm. But we can all just sort of, I'm not to be too kumbaya with it, but we can all sort of come together over this fandom. Right. Uh, And that's really sort of what it should be about at the end of the day, right? We shouldn't be arguing with, 33-year-old men shouldn't be arguing with 12-year-old people on Facebook and Twitter. Over dinosaurs. Over dinosaurs. Yeah, over dinosaurs. Yeah, we shouldn't be doing that, right? Right. Uh, That's nonsense. And... Yeah, so that I just wanted to get to know everybody, mm. um, and it doesn't really matter what political or social perspective you come from. I, I, as long as you're a fan, I still want to talk to you. Yeah, I, I think that's a good premise, and I like the uh, I like the idea because a 
I mean, all the reasons that you just named, but B, uh, there are so many giant monster podcasts now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And giant monster adjacent podcasts about, you know, uh, Toku or whatever you want to call yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it just, after a while, it just kind of becomes mush mm-hmm. for me yeah. and, White and noise. for, for people trying to get into it. I think it's a little challenging to be yeah. like, okay, there's all these, I mean, I was just lo- that, um, what is it? Men among monsters, that podcast mm-hmm. that, uh, Nathan, Nathan yes. found the oh, other day. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're fairly new. I listened to an episode that I listened to their episode on 54 and I contrasted that with their episode on Shin Godzilla. It's actually a decent show. Yeah. That's um, what I thought. But I mean, if you look at them, it's like, uh, one of their hosts' names is Matt, and that's like the third or fourth Matt who's yeah, co-hosting so many on a giant con- monster podcast. It's either you have it's required now that you have a host. You have at least one host that's called Matt or Kyle. And I think right. the, I think the other one is David. I think the other host is David. Oh, that is, that's right. There is three, isn't it? So there's there's another David. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, for sure. So I like that. I like that your your show is kind of like profiles on each of them, which is kind of like putting a personality with the name. Yeah, yeah, and and see, that's just season one. See, I have a plan for season. I have a plan for like season one of my show and season two of my show. Where season one will be one on ones, and then season two, after I take a little bit of a break, probably around the holiday season, uh, come back and do actual panels, like three and four people panels. Season two try- gets a lot darker. Say that again, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, that was an awful joke. Please keep going. Okay. Um, but I, in season two, I'll bring back my past guests, and I'm going to try to pair up people that I don't normally see talk to each other oh, yeah? and try to have a conversation with one another. And that's sort of the premise. Now, whether, it, whether or not it works out, I have no idea. I could just be sitting back. It's like the, 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 the Michael Jackson meme with the popcorn, just sitting back watching all the chaos, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could end up being like that for sure. Uh, but I'm hoping that sort of, I'm hoping that I'm able to bring folks together that, like I said, don't normally talk to each other. Like you guys, like I would, like a, a show I'm thinking of right now, it could be you guys and Henry from It Came From Monster Movie. Like you guys, I feel like you guys are polar opposites, but you can also right. carry a conversation with one another. Mm. And it could probably be a very interesting experiment. Yeah. Mm. Well, I don't know if we need to put a spoiler warning on this because that seems like a pretty heavy uh, spoiler on your second season there. Well, I'm still young. I don't care. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm still, if my podcast is still young, I should say. I'm oh, okay. Yeah, good. yeah. Yeah, my podcast is still uh, pretty new, so I, I'm just trying to. Uh, I did this just as a as a fun experiment, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really kind of got into podcasting with Kaiju Weekly, and I, I kind of I always wanted to do my own show, and but I struggled with trying to find out what uh, what avenue I wanted to take. Mm-hmm. That's just what I. That's just sort of what I landed on. Yeah, and I I like your show a lot. And something I've noticed as I've been listening is that you're actually um, your audio has been getting better. I don't know if that's if that's uh, some kind of a placebo or something, but I it sounds like your audio is getting better, and you sound like my one audio of the more- is getting better. I, I did take up your advice. I did watch a few tutorials on YouTube. I also have a friend of mine uh, helping me out, sort of with, <clears throat> with the audio mixing. Just making sure everything sounds okay. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But for the most part, it's self-produced. Like I'm just trying to learn. I'm basically just learning as I go. Right. That's that's one of the cool thing about things about podcasting is which kind of attracted us to the idea is that like you can you can end up putting out something that sounds pretty professional for like a very small amount of money. Yeah, and just like a little bit of effort. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's it's not as it's not as um, complex as what people what people think it is. Like mm-hmm. maybe years ago, like when say Kaiju Cast first started, yeah, it was probably uh, an ordeal to go through to put together an episode, right? But now it's pretty easy because you've got apps like Anchor and you can right. plug into mm-hmm. a free tool like Audacity and just as long as you have a decent microphone and a decent internet connection, you can pretty much do whatever you want. Yeah, except for a three-way uh, <laughs> yeah. Skype, well, yeah, yeah, using I Skype and Skype audio. Yeah. <laughs> I say that because we've had some issues this morning. Yeah, yeah. Up until now, Matt and I have been fine. Yeah, we've. Been... I think one episode we something happened like one of our mics got unplugged. It was a long time ago. Yeah, What's it, it was the uh, it was God. the beast. Or no, it was twenty million miles to Earth or whatever. Oh yeah, and we but, had to cut it short. Yeah, because we recorded like 30 minutes with mics unplugged. Is that the one where you guys just end the episode really awkwardly? It just cuts off. It doesn't. There's there's nothing. It's a, it ends with like a robot voice that I used to use a lot. And it's like it says like, oopsie, whoopsie. Gratton's mic got unplugged. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then it, it just ends there. Yeah. You just tell people what happened. Like, uh, sorry, mic got unplugged. Well, I know that you guys, I don't know if you guys have, I don't know if you guys, if you guys have talked about this much on your show, but I'm going to ask you since we're here. Go ahead. Uh, why, why did you guys even start this show in the first place? Uh, you want me to? Uh, yeah, sure. You can get an answer. I think we were just, we like this stuff. We thought we had something to add uh, in terms of like temperament, outlook, mm-hmm. uh, and just how we sort of watch these movies. Uh, I think is at least when we didn't see represented in a lot of uh, media mm. surrounding this genre, I guess. Right. I, I, I kind of go ahead, Grant. I'm sorry. <laughs> to give a uh, a little more wa- long-winded answer, um, Matt and I we we met in a theater class, mm-hmm. and. Uh, Matt was like the first person I had ever met in my life that I didn't like know from childhood who had like virtually the same experiences watching these Godzilla movies mm-hmm. yeah. as a kid. And it was just like, I, I talked to him. I don't know how we got started, but we just started talking about Godzilla movies and it was like, holy shit. Like there's more people out there. And <laughs> and at it, after that, it was like, okay, well, you haven't seen this movie. Well, you haven't seen this movie. And then we started showing each other the the Godzilla movies, and we started watching them again. Mm-hmm. And we had, like Matt said, we adopted this like very like laid back, like just shooting the shit attitude mm-hmm. about giant monster movies. Right. Uh, which, I mean, I'm not saying it's better or worse, but it's definitely more our taste. Uh, that approach than like um, if you look at like uh, like Nathan's show like Nathan's show is like a million times more effort gets put into that 
and it's all about research and like actual information about the yeah. movies and Borders like on academic it is like, academic yeah. I mean, <laughs> he know? comes from an academic background and it's just very informative but like uh for for us it's just always been about like talking about like can you believe yeah. that uh this giant monkey threw a rock <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That's that's just always been our our attitude towards a yeah. Right. And I right. thought, uh, oh, another thing, an inciting incident. I I'd kind of wanted to make a podcast for a while, just because Matt and I have a YouTube channel, and I just thought like moving into the audio only uh medium would be cool for something. And uh, I got the idea for doing a Godzilla podcast because I was in a YouTube comment section arguing with somebody about some movie is probably Shin Godzilla or something. Mm. But I said something, I, ju- I just stated an opinion, I think, and this guy was like, well, you're wrong and you should pl- probably watch this guy's video about why you're wrong. And <laughs> that pissed me off beyond belief. And I was like, I've been watching these movies since I was five years old. And here I am having people tell me to go watch a video about why what I think is wrong. It's like that. I've never felt more at home in a genre and I've got people mm-hmm. here treat me with no respect. So, uh, <laughs> so I was like, I, sh- I want to be the guy whose fucking videos you tell people to watch about being wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just felt so insulted. I was like, who are you to tell me that I'm wrong? about Godzilla, a person I love dearly. <laughs> so Godzilla is a person now? To me, yeah. <laughs> you know the you know the Billy Joel song, uh she's always a woman to me. I vaguely remember it, yeah. yeah I'm sorry. But that's uh that's Godzilla. <laughs> okay. Yeah. He's always a person to me. Yeah. Um, oh. so so I, I was just like, let's get our opinions out there. And also uh, there were a couple movies where like we just our our opinions aligned so much with each other's, but then like the the general consensus of like other Godzilla fans was completely yeah. different. Yeah, mm-hmm. like really, it made us feel kind of insane in some ways. Yeah, it was you like know? holy shit, what are we missing, or what is the rest of the world missing? Right. So I was like, let's discuss. Consider the following, but yeah. Uh, so there were. All of that came to a head by making a podcast, I guess. Yep. I mean, it's a good outlet, right? Because we're uh, we're right in the middle of this uh, pandemic, uh, and I, I've seen several podcasts crop up since January. Oh yeah. And I think it's just because people just need shit to do, right? Uh huh. And they're they're uh, they're stuck in their homes. I'm fortunate enough to live in a state where uh, our rules like. Our rules were strict, but now they're kind of laxing off because, uh, you know, our COVID numbers continue to go down. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the height of it all, we were on lockdown just like everybody else. And so I was going stir crazy. Right. <clears throat> it was just me, my wife, and our cats. So, you know, you can probably imagine how that was going. <laughs> um, so I think that people just needed something to do and podcasting seems to be a good outlet for that when you just plug a microphone in you know hook up to some kind of free software and just go for it 
No, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's been really cathartic for me, and I know it's been really helpful for a lot of the folks, uh, even within sort of this fandom and this and just this genre of film in general. Because really, um, we're sort of niche compared to even a lot of the other larger ones like Star Wars, Marvel. Yeah, um, yeah, which totally. probably makes our problems uh, seem a lot bigger because there's fewer, there's a lot fewer of us. Mm-hmm. And we're all talking with each other, and so we kind of know each other's business and what's going on, mm-hmm. and it just makes it even worse in that in that sense. Yeah, and um, I think there there's like you know with something like Marvel or Star Wars, like if one person says something, nobody cares, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but right. like the you know everything's scaled down for us. So like one person saying something feels like an opinion of, of a larger amount of yeah. people, if that makes yeah, sense. I mean, to, yeah, it, it, I see what you're saying, because then, if someone says something or someone does something that one section of the fandom does not like, that section piles on to that to that person or other section of the, of the, of the genre of the fandom, and, you know, then you have everyone kind of then you have everyone just kind of dividing themselves off into their different little tribes. That's how I like to look at it. We've got our we've got the different little sections of this fandom that are sort of the tribes, right? Mm-hmm. You've got the the Showa or not not the Showa, but the, you've got like the Toho purists. You've got the folks that love Legendary, and then there's the there's the newer fans that maybe came in at, during like 2014 and King of the Monsters mm-hmm. who are just trying to find their way through and they're not even sure who they, what sort of little tribe within this fandom they even belong to. Mm. Yeah. And then there's the people that hate all the Heisei movies. <laughs> yeah. Well, I actually like the Heisei movies uh, for the simple fact that at least there's continuity. Like there's a clear mm. Yeah, I liked that too. Heisei films. Um, and in Heisei films... Godzilla felt more like an animal than the defender of the world like he was in the later in the later years of the Showa era. Although I am more Showa than I am Heisei, but I, I mm. do respect a lot about what the Heisei what the Heisei era tried to do. Yeah. Uh, I grew up on a lot of those Heisei ones. Uh those are the ones that got played on TV, uh on like the sci fi channel a lot. Yeah, uh, and they were at like my blockbuster a lot of them so those sort of ended up defining a lot of what of like how I perceived the whole genre really yeah. uh, even though I my watched Alante was my first VHS <laughs> cool but yeah no those those are good movies we like all this shit yeah it, it's part you can't you can't have just one part of it you know what I mean it's the whole thing yeah all this shit's good the Heisei ones were the ones that kind of passed me by as a kid. Mm. I don't know if I saw a single one of them when I was a kid, actually. Really? I, I watched all the old Heisei... Or, uh, <laughs> I watched all the just Showa ones, and then uh, the Millennium ones were kind of coming out as I was a kid. Mm. And for whatever reason, uh, I just never saw any of the Heisei ones. So I kind of had like this second, no. which I noticed is kind of a, a reoccurring thing with adult Godzilla fans is that there was always like the child phase and then some point as a young adult they returned you know for Mm -hmm. for whatever reason but I did that and I I would look up on my computer you know getting countless viruses like 
Godzilla <laughs> versus sure. Mechagodzilla 2 full movie free online HD right now <laughs> on my computer in front of my face. And, you know, it would take me to some sketchy ass website and I'd be like, cool, the whole movie's on here. Cool, there's yeah, five yeah, download sure. buttons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, th- one summer, I just like every night I would stay up to like 3 a.m. watching Godzilla movies that I had never seen. And it felt like so cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's kind of my memory of the Heisei movies is kind of like the the cool ones that I missed. And right. then uh, a few years later when I started doing this, I saw people were like shitting all over the Heisei movies. And I was <laughs> like, what? It's Godzilla movie. Why are you getting so mad? Yeah, for sure. Hey, really quick. We, I need to pause just for a second. Yeah, go ahead. <clears throat> and tell you guys that the whole reason I could not record is because my mic was not even plugged in. Ah! Oh, so you've been so, recording. Uh, I'm plugged in now. I'm going to send you all of my audio. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to send all of my audio. You can try to clean up the first half of this the best you can, but you'll get the you'll get the other half of it. So you were just recording uh, like from your computer. Basically, like your yeah. Mic? <laughs> basically, yeah. Okay, as long as we got some audio. No, yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter. One of my biggest pet peeves is. Uh, and this this doesn't apply to anybody who's really our friends, I don't think. So I think we're good to talk about it, or sure. friends of friends. You know what I mean? But sure, there are some podcasts out there within our little Godzilla corner of the podcast internet that they uh, they just have like awful quality, awful sound quality. Yeah, <laughs> and it's not like. It's not just, like, one person recording into their computer or, like, you know, two friends in the same room, but there's some that are, like, okay, I'm going to load up, like, five people on uh, Discord (laughs) with varying internet qualities, (laughs) and and they'll just, you know, it's always, like, welcome back to the Godzilla podcast, (laughs) with me is my friend Adam. Well, I attribute, look, I attribute that though. I'm a, I attribute that to just being new because a lot, you see a lot, because you don't really see that with the guys that have been around for a while, like Tokyo lives, Kaiju transmissions and some others. You don't see that. Um, it's sort of, you, there's it's, one in particular. I don't know if I want to name drop them. Well, I don't know their name, but I'm, I'm looking it up now. <laughs> I'm locked in. Well, we we don't have to do that because uh, <laughs> yeah, we don't have to do that. Um, but I will say this because I have been super happy that even I've been really happy that you know people have been jumping in on this fandom. Period. Right. Uh huh. Mm. Um, and people, you know, if you, if your audio quality's a little bit questionable, I mean, they'll get there. I mean, it's not. It's that's that's neither here nor there. I think. Um, right. But it's just sort of in this, I I try to take things sort of at face value. And if the content is good, I can sort of overlook some technical issues. Right. Right. Yeah. That's a good outlook to have. Uh, I wish we were, (laughs) yeah, I wish we were nicer, but, um, (laughs) I wish you guys were nicer too. That's, You can't always. What was the Rolling Stone song? You can't always get what you want. That's yeah, right. I think it's uh, "Paint It Black" or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, yeah, I, I don't know if we'd be us if we were. I, I think that's part of what I thought would set us apart is that we were a mm. little more crass. Yes. Than than everybody else is that we were we were willing to throw a little bit of mud at other people. 
but I yeah well I mean you you st- you literally start your show with Ben Shapiro audio so <laughs> that's that tends to be a, a really uh, divisive pl- uh, point there well, in itself. I did acknowledge somewhat that Ben Shapiro might turn some people off. So I took yeah. a, he used to say that's the number one most listened to conservative podcast. Yeah, but this isn't a conservative podcast. Though, right. But, you know, but. So right. now he just says it's the best podcast yeah. or whatever. Well, he's right. You know, <laughs> we have no affiliation with Ben Shapiro, you know, in any political way. Uh, but he did say he did that give us giant a monster out. bullshit is, is the best uh, podcast. You know, he's an idiot. He's a real mouth breather. A slack jawed moron. <laughs> yeah, he's a real uh, but he's got good then. taste in podcasts, from what we can tell. Yeah. Well, okay, <laughs> that's, that's really right all people. you can ask for at this point, right? <laughs> yeah, that's the part that matters. Um, yeah, I I I was uh, apprehensive when when uh, Nathan uh, dropped that that new podcast and the or you know uh, alerted us to that new podcast in the group chat the other day. And uh, people were making some funny memes about it. I don't know if that was, if Travis made that meme where it was like, we have that at home. Mm-hmm. We yeah, have that, monsters we have versus that at home meme. That was Travis. Yeah. yeah, that was pretty good. And he made it in a pretty good, is a pretty good turnaround. But uh, I, I kind of, I was like, oh, what the fuck? You know, like, okay, we've got this <laughs> new podcast and it sounds like one we've already got and we've already got a million. And I, I listened to him because I was like, I was just like, let's see how bad this is, and it really wasn't bad. It, mm. Like they seem like really cool people, and I kind of no, as they I was, really do. As I, I was listening uh, to that, I was like, okay, well, fuck me, like, yeah, <laughs> calm down. <laughs> I was just so ready to start shit, but no, there's a lot. Well, of, there's that, a lot of good people with a lot of good intentions saying a lot of good things. Yeah, every for day, sure. Um, for sure. So I've got some. We've already been riffing a good bit. But I've got some interview questions because I want this to be more about you than it is about us. Um, and we've also got our three movies up uh, to talk about. Would you like to take some questions or would you like to get into one of our movies today? I'll, uh, we can do a little bit of both. It doesn't matter to me. I'm sort of a closeted narcissist anyway. So the more you can talk about me, that the, the better. So, All right. Um, so, Yeah. This will be perfect. That sounded then. really terrible. <laughs> that actually was meant to be a joke, but that sounded really terrible. No, nah, uh, you can right. cut that out if you want to. No, we can we put don't a laugh track behind about... you so that people know it's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Some sitcom logic there. Um, oh boy! No, when we were doing Kaiju Quarantine, we we made so many fucking jokes that like didn't land. Oh God! <laughs> we, we would do we would do jokes. Uh, we would do jokes and then like nobody would respond and we would mute our mics and just sit there and like wheeze for a second because of like how bad we fucking bombed. And I, it's mainly, no, um, I think it's because, you know, we, we all were like that because I, I tried to make poor jokes. Travis tried to make really poor jokes. Nathan, of course, tried to make really poor jokes. Um, we all were sort of, you know, uh, I, I hate to phrase it like this, but it's it's sort of the truth. We were all sort of fighting for attention at that point. Yeah, probably and a little so, bit. And yeah. um, so it, it got messy 
Let's just say that. But it was a fun time, though. I, I don't regret participating in those. And no, I'm actually I don't really either. glad that you guys joined in on the Trash Mountain. Yeah, it was cool. It was, it, I mean, it was fun, you know, but every now and then, you know, I'd, I'd let out like a little choke, like, okay, let's try to bring some laughter in here. And then I'd be like, <laughs> oh, oh, man, that sucked. <laughs> but uh, I had a lot of fun with that. Personally. No, I, I was uh, I was very excited to be participating in that. And I mm-hmm. had my fucking job interfered with it so I couldn't end up being on most of it but I hate that like people have been dropping like flies from from the quarantine stuff now mm-hmm. mm. and that's like a huge bummer cause I my big thing was like let's get fucking everybody to do it Yeah, like yeah. how awesome would that be if we just marathoned like a million movies and had like every podcaster I mean I think that's a fantastic idea because we like I said there's a million podcasts yeah. And yeah. I thought it was awesome that we would like take one host from one and like put him with a co-host of another show. That just sounded like a really cool time to me, which it is. Yeah. But since then people people are like, "Ah, well I've got work. Or, ah, I'm not feeling it or ah, I don't really know what if I like what's going down in this group chat or whatever." And it's all just like I feel like people are missing the point a little bit. Yeah. And and honestly like I don't know. I just uh, it was it was kind of a cool thing for everybody to be able to come together, and I just feel like we missed that like by like a week. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think um, I think it's I think it, we because we were talking about this yesterday, and yeah, it, it does suck. I agree, it does suck. But I think the what I was telling somebody that I think it's to the point now where everybody is just tired. Mm-hmm. Like when it, when when Kaiju Quarantine first started, it was a it was a new idea. It was like, yeah, we're gonna be, but it, it started with sort of the idea in mind. Like, look, we're only gonna be in quarantine for maybe six weeks, right. you know, <laughs> whatever. It's gonna be whatever, and then we'll just kind of move on with our lives. But now we we're seeing that it's it's turned into a lot longer, and I think people are just slowly getting worn down. Uh, I know. I know of several of my friends, they're not necessarily in this fandom, but they're several of my friends are telling me that they're just dealing with some severe mental health issues, you know, from being cooped up for so long or not, or not, maybe not even necessarily cooped up, but they can't, you know, go about their usual routine because either they're not working or the places that they would typically go to are closed. And so there's no, you know, there's no way they can, it's just, it's just a struggle. Uh, That's the best way I know how to put it. And I think a lot of us are kind of feeling that right now, Mm -hmm. but the plan is to do at least one more fair, like part three, because Mm -hmm. you can't, because the, the, you can't necessarily have a part one, part two, you have to have a part three to, to round it out. Yeah. You can't, you can't end on trash mountain. Yeah. You gotta have oh, you gotta no. have Return no, of the no, Jedi no. or something, you know. Yeah, right. You've got to end on a high note. Not the and not the, the Trash Mountain was bad, but that's just kind of you know. No, that was a lot of fun. I man, I the work that Rob from Tokyo Lives put into that for real. Oh yeah, no, that was kind of crazy. He really put together like some pretty like su- like I was honestly surprised by the level of quality with uh, how that was organized. Like that was yeah for sure. And uh, to, in my opinion. Tokyo Lives or even Kaiju Transmissions probably deserves to be 
considered the new kaiju cast. I know that's probably a hot take for a lot of folks, but I don't know if Matt um, knows what kaiju cast is. <laughs> I have trouble keeping up with all the podcasts. I've uh, I've only listened to a few. I've listened to yours uh, and a few others, but well, Gra- well, Grattan, you know what kaiju cast is? It's yeah, they're, Yount. they're like us, but they started ten years ago. <laughs> yeah, okay. So yeah, they get, they the, got a lot of street cred. They're the biggest. Mo- they're the. They're basically the godfather of kaiju podcasts because mm. they've been around for. They were around for ten years. They've since. Uh, Kyle has since moved on to other projects, mm-hmm. and now there's that spot that needs to be filled in this fandom. And I and I noticed that after kaiju cat after after kaiju cast you know ended, there was so many other giant monster podcasts that crept up. Uh, cause you've got my show, you've got Kaiju Weekly, Monsters vs. Men. We got you guys and, and several, several others. There's like, mm-hmm. I think I was talking with Elijah the other night and he told me that there's like 70 giant monster focused podcasts <laughs> right now. God. That's crazy. Oh my God. Yeah. I think That's we need to, crazy. Uh, I think we need to liquidate. Now some of, cut the but fat. some of them are really good. I was listening to, um, have you ever listened? Do you know, are you into the Bond franchise? Either of you? I, the James Bond I've never franchise. been able to not commit in like to the it. fandom way. I've I've liked the Daniel Craig ones and a few old ones, but not a. Uh, I wouldn't call no. I wouldn't say I'm like a, a fan. fan. Yeah, I wouldn't call myself a Bond head. Right, but there's there's literally a podcast out there called Bondzilla where they review, where they alternate between reviewing a Bond film and a Godzilla film. I think I've heard of them. Mm-hmm. They're they're actually it's a really good show. I was listening to them this morning and. Uh, you've got those guys and several others. Uh, G force is a good podcast. I think, mm-hmm. um, God, I got to look at my podcatcher now just to even see all the ones that I'm actually subscribed to, because I try to support some of the smaller, newer podcasts, uh, um, which is why you're on here. <laughs> right. So I, I, I want to give at least a listen just to see what, see what you got. And then if right. I like your content, I'll stick around. If not, I'll say, Hey, great job guys. And then kind of move on. So, um, so yeah, uh, I don't even know why I said all that, but I think it was, <laughs> we were talking about Kaiju quarantine mm-hmm. and the whole heart behind that. Um, and God bless Travis for coming up with that idea because I think it was him that at first initially brought it up because, you know, Travis was feeling the same th- the feeling, the same things we all were feeling when the, when COVID and the pandemic first hit was we all needed sort of an outlet to, mm-hmm. Uh, come together for a reason right and it just seemed really obvious to us to do a marathon and then uh we got uh kaiju uh kaiju transmissions and kaiju lives involved and they did a lot of the production stuff and we leveraged a lot of their like discord and sort of their following because they both have huge followings within Mm. this fandom and um yeah it turned out to be a good time and I don't want to see it end, uh, but as they say, all good things must come to an end. Mm-hmm. And I think that we're probably we're planning on doing one more, at least one more good part three to cap it off. Like you, uh, last one we talked about just now was Trash Mountain, where we just watched a bunch of god awful films, but they were fun films. It was just an opportunity for us to watch really cr- crappy movies and have fun with it. Yeah, sort of like MST3K and. Um, now I think what we want to do is end on like a really high note. We want to pick, basically we want to pick what eight-year-old Michael or what eight-year-old Grattan would want to watch. Right. Mm. Okay. Yeah. 
So something like that. Where you know the idea that we're we're going to be tossing around in the group is. Uh, and I know I'm giving you guys sort of how the sausage is made a little bit here, but, uh, sort of some of us on the, on the back channel have been kind of talking amongst ourselves about what we can do to really go out with a bang. And I think that's the best way we can, we can kind of honor the spirit of why we started Kaiju quarantine anyways, is to put together the best possible marathon we can. I know, I don't know if it's being suggested anymore, but I know, um, even before the second one happened people were floating around ideas of a third and uh the one that i really liked was people were saying we should do one before uh the new godzilla versus kong comes out where we just alternate between kong and godzilla movies mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. that sounded fucking awesome to me i mean because yeah. they, they mirror themselves in so many ways i mean they, the first two of each franchise is in black and white right there's a son of movie in each franchise they got rebooted like you know final wars happened like within a year of uh the peter jackson one and uh the de laurentis one happened like not too far away from the the uh the heisei reboot of godzilla you're talking about uh um not you're not never mind you're not talking about you're not talking about uh 76 i'm sorry yeah you're talking about something much uh i'm talking are you talking about 76? Like Kong 76? Yeah, just King Kong with uh, okay, Jeff yeah, Bridges. Okay. Yeah, that happened okay. within a few years. Or I guess it was like 10 years of uh, uh, Godzilla's Revenge. Or, fuck. Uh, what's it called? It's called like Godzilla 85 or Return of Godzilla. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just they got rebooted around the same time. I just feel like they, they echo each other so much. Yeah. You know, they're always like one is leading the other that I mm-hmm. thought that would be an awesome idea to build up to like the new movie. I don't know if that's yeah, going to happen. I don't know if it's, if it's still going to happen. I mean, it's, it's been one that we have talked about sort of off and on, Yeah. but given the fact that GVK has been delayed and will probably, and has been delayed and probably will be delayed at least one more time. If mm-hmm. it doesn't all, if I'm just hoping that they just publish the stupid movie to uh, HBO Max or some or or charge me thirty bucks to watch it on streaming and then be and then let it be good. You know that's 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 where I'm at at this point. Mm. I gotta disagree with you. I mean, not that your opinion's not valid or anything, but I just like I feel like I've I've gotten the short end of the stick because I've been I was born in '99, so like Mm. a very small fraction of the Godzilla movies have come out since I was born. And even a, a an even smaller fraction has been shown in theaters, so I feel uh, like I've been gypped. Like I want to <laughs> I want to see every Godzilla movie I can in a theater as uh, uh what do you call it? Uh, uh reparations. Yeah, reparations. Yeah, there we go. That's a perfectly fine choice of words. <laughs> no, that was what I was looking for. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's sort uh, of my Godzilla reparations <laughs> right that's a right. good th- that's gonna be a good clip to isolate um but yeah, no if yeah take, if you take that and put it out i think we'll get some uh, popularity and i think yeah we'll get i think some people oh, reviews and like stuff. us a lot but you guys are gonna get me in trouble i want reparations scratton con will 2020 giant podcast. <laughs> yeah there you go that's your i think that was in the yearbook uh the high, high school yearbook yeah that was my yearbook quote yeah 
what was the first film like? I, I, did you want? Did you guys watch Shin Godzilla in theaters? Because I know it did come to the we states. Did. We just, did. Uh, we we traveled a good little way to see it too. Uh, uh, it was like right before it ended up just getting shown everywhere. I think we 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 traveled uh, like a little under an hour. I think mm-hmm. to get somewhere so to, to watch it. It was, was one that, of. Sorry, I was gonna say was that the I'm sorry was that the first uh, Toho movie the toho godzilla movie you watched in theaters was that the first one yeah 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 it was and it was one of the worst theater experiences we've ever had (laughs) (laughs) there was there was some fucking asshole there with his five-year-old son who couldn't read worth a shit (laughs) you know shin godzilla it's it's comedic shin godzilla has more words on the screen than any movie i've ever seen in my life and he's sitting there directly in front of us reading the entire movie to his son like okay <laughs> the whole thing and there was like some people uh like on their phone i think and some guy wouldn't stop coughing <laughs> well i had a much better experience i didn't watch shin godzilla in theaters i had no interest in shin godzilla because really? i've already seen i yeah I, I mean i like it now i i really appreciate it now uh but at the time i was one of those shin haters right i, I shat on shin ooh, ooh. and shit um, godzilla <laughs> yeah for, for for real at least that's what i thought at the time because you know shin godzilla was so so different from what we've seen before and i knew that it wasn't going to be tokusatsu like we had seen before i wanted to see like old school suit mation right but they told me it was going to be uh japanese cgi and i thought eh, i don't really want to see that i don't really. and plus i had a, i'm like you guys i had to drive two hours away just to watch it <laughs> um so that didn't seem quite worth it to me i just waited and until I could find it on Blu-ray on Amazon or something. Um, but my first Toho Godzilla movie experience was actually Godzilla 2000. I was like 13 Ooh, years old. Yeah, I heard that's a lot of people's because that, that was like the first one after like a long period of them not being shown in America. Yeah, And it was awesome because <laughs> I, was liter- I was literally the only person in the theater. It was just me, my popcorn, uh-huh. my big gulp, and I was just enjoying myself. That's good. That's an awesome experience that sounds I like a fucking a dream yeah for real. <laughs> yeah for sure <laughs> no people in there going like well, i thought this doesn't isn't like the american one you know <laughs> the first godzilla that i ever saw in theaters was the 2014 godzilla and that still okay. to this day is my favorite like the best experience i've ever had yeah seeing a, a, just a movie in general let alone a godzilla movie Love that. Yeah, I drug I drug my wife to watch all of the legendary films, and she's not a fan. Right? She's <laughs> she just kind of puts up with it because of me. Like she'll walk in and I'm watching a movie. So a lot of times it's for a review for the for Kaiju Weekly, and she'll say, "What are you watching?" I said, "I'm watching uh, a hair. I'm watching what was the last one we did? I'm what we did a uh, Gamma retrospective. So I'm sitting there watching Gamma versus Gear on." And she says, "Ah, looks dumb," and then walks out of the room. So that's yeah. pretty much that's pretty much her extent of it. Yeah, I think if I think the uh, the abnormal would be uh, a, a wife that does like Godzilla movies. I, th- I think if if somebody who really liked Godzilla had a wife that agreed to sit down and watch them, yeah. I, I think that lady'd be put in the circus. That's <laughs> that's that's such a, a fucking rarity An anomaly. Yeah. But yeah, there's not there's not too many of them out there. Chicks uh, hate from Godzilla. From what I've seen, chicks listen, ladies. 
<laughs> no, <laughs> no. I, I'll, I'll tell you a little tiny story. There was this girl that I had a huge crush on in sure. middle school, and uh, she she was kind of a weeb before before there was a term for that, and uh, she liked anime and all that shit, which I couldn't care less about. Uh, but I I I was, I was like in the middle of like rewatching Godzilla movies, and I was like, hey. Do you uh do you ever watch Godzilla movies? Like what do you think about those? And she's like, "Yeah, I don't really like them." And I was like, "Uh, cringe." It's <laughs> <laughs> like, "How fucking lame are you?" I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> Cuz I, I hear a lot of I hear a lot of people like uh, tell stories about like getting rejected and stuff because they they were into Godzilla. <laughs> and I rejected well, her for not being into Godzilla. That was awful. That was like the biggest turnoff I could imagine. <laughs> I was like, how can well, you I, not? Or is there something wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I like to say that, you know, you know my, my journey with, with Godzilla kind of was a little bit weird in high school because, or middle school and high school, because, um, as you can probably guess, you know, liking Godzilla and anything in this genre probably didn't get you a whole lot of dates. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you you kind of had to hide your fandom a little bit from uh, from your friends, and uh, so yeah, that was I, I'm I'm you are a rarity. That's interesting that uh, you rejected her for not liking Godzilla, and <laughs> usually it's the other way around, right? Yeah. I mean, I, that's that's just how my view. I mean, I guess I have like a slightly different worldview, and it's not like I was like touting my uh, my love of Godzilla around with me. But I was very fortunate that like uh, elementary school, I had a friend who would watch Godzilla with me. We played the PS2 Godzilla games together. Mm-hmm. Middle school, I had a friend that I showed Godzilla movies to, and he was really chill about it. And he was like, he went with me to see the 2014 movie when that came out. And then high school, I met Matt and our other friend Ricky, who was also into Godzilla movies. So like, overall, like it's always seemed like a very normal thing to me, yeah, or like a a, a reciprocated thing, mm-hmm. right? If that makes any sense. And I know that's for a lot of people, especially like prior to you know like in the 90s or in early 2000s it was a little weirder to like those movies yeah a little more niche when we got around when i was in high school i think there were people into much weirder things yeah no yeah i i <laughs> furries and shit oh boy uh, yeah don't, yeah yeah don't get me started there <laughs> <laughs> we won't uh <laughs> Yeah. I think this episode has been full, filled with hot takes already, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know how many, how much more your listeners can tolerate. They'll well, be fine. Yeah, they'll be. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> all, all, all three of them will be fine. Yeah, they'll, they'll shut fine. up and they'll listen and they'll consume everything that we put out. <laughs> just like good little sheep. <laughs> You're just like little sheep in our big game. You're pawns in my game. <laughs> Oh boy! Just a pun in my game. I talk about Godzilla, and then you listen to me. 
you will like Godzilla. Whatever narrative we put out. That's the kind of authority you have when you don't have anybody listening. You get to make jokes like that. Yeah. <laughs> that I <assume>. Well, <laughs> I like to I like to think that since I'm on your show this time, people will actually listen. So. Ooh, okay. Well, no, I, yeah, I hope, hopefully I hope the same. You know, in total honesty, since our red pilled episode came out, our our listens have increased like times three. Yeah. Which well, that's good. is big for you know five listeners turns into fifteen. We're getting a little more than that, but we're I'm pretty happy. It used to be like really depressing because I'd put like a shit ton of effort into editing these, and it would be like, mm-hmm. all right, five days have passed, and we've got two listens. Yeah, one of them's <laughs> me. You know. Yeah, one of them's <laughs> one of me them's... trying to make sure the audio didn't mess up. Yeah. So that's why you uh, you just keep re-downloading old episodes just to run your numbers up a little bit. Yeah, I rack up the the view count or the listen count. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, it's like a yeah. farm. Just just to make <laughs> yourself views. feel better. Yeah, I forgot what you said. Did you wanna did you wanna do a question first or talk about a movie first? Oh shoot, I we even we went on so many rabbit trails just I now, know. and I I I, for, I totally even forgot about. It. Yeah, let's let's do a question first, then we'll do a, we'll do a movie topic or something. It it it's your show. You you do what you want to do. Okay, so what is the first Godzilla? Or shit. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. He's sorry, already sorry. screwing it up. First giant monster movie that you ever saw. Son of Kong. Really? <laughs> That's yep. such a cool movie to have been your first giant monster movie yeah yeah son of it has to be son of kong because i i remember watching that movie on our little 13 inch uh tube television at at my mom and dad's (laughs) house uh on i think it was like tmc or amc net like the old amc network or something like that that's the way to watch Um, it yeah because we were big into classic movies at the time Mm. i grew up with like uh, Casablanca and Gone with the Wind and uh, some of those old old black and white movies uh, old black and white movies and old black and white westerns growing up so I already had sort of a love for that style of filmmaking anyway and then you throw in like dinosaurs and giant monsters into the mix and I was just in heaven so from the best of my memory my first giant monster movie was Son of Kong that's awesome. Do you do you like Son of Kong like today? It's okay. Um, <laughs> it's not the original. Um, it's more for it's 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 more to make you sit there and go, oh, well, Kiko's so cute. Um, so yeah, it, it's okay. Mm-hmm. I, the story's fine. I don't know if you've listened to our episode about that, but I love that movie. <laughs> okay. I saw that. I did not. <laughs> I saw that when I was like seventeen, my first time, mm. and I had always heard that it was like okay to bad, and mm-hmm. I saw it and I just loved it. Well, it's surprising how that one and the original Thirty Three holds up so well after all this time, because right. they came out what six months or so apart from each other. Barely yeah. anything. In, is insane like time. Uh, but yeah, I, I really liked it. It really does just kind of feel like a like a continuation of that in like yeah. a, a really genuine way. And st- it, everybody mm-hmm. calls it like a cash grab and like really disingenuous and half-assed. But uh, I wouldn't say it was, I mean, a cash, I can see the argument for a cash grab because, you know, they, they were grabbing. Right. They were capitalizing. What, yeah, they were capitalizing on the name Kong, right? At the time, because King Kong was a really popular movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, 
but they also needed to attract because King Kong 33 was very like to, in that time period would have been considered like almost just a horror movie as right. opposed to now it's just a giant monster sci-fi movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but they wanted to capitalize on sort of the family market. So that's where son of Kong came from. Hmm. That's interesting. Uh, yeah, that's cool. We, I, uh, I love it. Yeah. That, but that's really interesting that that's your first, I feel yeah, like a lot of people, a lot of people have like, you know, they start with, I mean, it's cool if the first giant monster movie you saw is the first Godzilla, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, it's kind of a bland entry point. Yeah, it is. It's sort of a depressing entry point. And I could have just bullshitted you guys and said, well, you know, uh, Godzilla ver- or Mothra versus Godzilla yeah. or, or even I could have said, uh, the beast from 20,000 fathoms, which was also a, which was also, I saw pretty early on, but. I mean, honestly, I'm I'm 99% sure it was Son of Kong. Yeah, and you would never lie to us. We no, know you never. wouldn't. <laughs> never. We know you too well to lie to us. <laughs> um, okay, so let's see. In your opinion, what is the most underrated Godzilla movie? Raids Again. Really? Ooh. Yep, Raids Again. Yet another uh, and- hot take. Another hot, yeah, exactly. I could have said uh, All Monsters Attack, although I have grown to like that movie too. Uh, but I think Raids Again, because it gets the formula right, right? It, it, well, it begins to get the formula right for what we would what we would later see for versus movies. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the film suffers. It's not the most popular among the fans Mm -hmm. uh and maybe even my judgment of that film is clouded with a little bit of nostalgia because it was one of my first godzilla movies but um but yeah i I just like it because it did get sort of that versus formula Mm -hmm. uh we got that glimpse with with angiris and although the suit for for godzilla aka gigantus right was not great uh it was pretty goofy looking but that movie to me is so memorable. Yeah. Right. Cause the closing, what, 10 minutes of the film, you've got, uh, the, the guy in the biplane just flying into the iceberg to trap Godzilla in the ice. Uh, that scene itself is just, is just super memorable to memorable to me. And I think that, uh, just for the simple fact that it does, we, that is the very first versus film, what we would, and, the majority of the Godzilla films are versus films. And that's what we love about this genre. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but we see that first come in raids again. And I, th- I think that's why that one's probably should be a little bit higher up on the list than it already is. That's one we need to, we need to rewatch or I need to rewatch because mm-hmm. I watched it. Um, I borrowed it from a friend who had, I don't know what company put that out. Classic Media or something. I don't know. They, yeah, it was. I think it was Classic Media or A. It was those it gray, AIP? gray, silver, thin movie like, cases. Yeah, like metallic looking. Oh. Those DVDs. But it was the original Japanese version, and I watched it, and I was like, that's pretty good. And when we watched it for the podcast, the only copy we could get a hold of was the Amazon Prime version, which is the American version. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when I watched it, I was like, that was a lot worse than I remember. But now that we've got the uh, Criterion set, I probably need to take another look at it in the yeah. original language. I think we shit on that movie pretty hard in our episode on it. Um, yeah. Possibly you... unfairly. I think we state like explicitly that it's the for the American version, though. 
Yeah, we we reference it several times. We talk about George Takei. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of mistakes in that movie too, because uh, instead of like what we would later see in in other versus film or other film other Godzilla films in general, where they slow the footage down to right. kind of give you a sense of that weight, they made the the guy whoever was in the production crew at that point sped it up or didn't or just left it as is. Mm. Uh-huh. And it just looks it just looks weird because the battle between Anguirus and uh, Godzilla just looks odd because everything is sort of either moving in real time or s- slightly sped up time. Yeah. Uh, didn't the director say he like liked that look or yeah. something? It, it was originally an accident because they slowed down the first Godzilla movie and um, that was the plan with the second, but some, uh, you know, PA cranked it like the wrong way or something. Yeah, there's no uh, and there's no movie score for that movie. Hardly in, uh, there is some music, but there's hardly any music at all in that film. I don't remember that. Like if you go through the it's in the battles in the in the battle scene at Osaka. I think you're lying to us, Michael. I don't think I am <laughs> lying to you because there's not any mu- there's not any music during that scene. It's just monster noises. Mm-hmm. I don't doubt you. Now you're making me question myself. <laughs> okay, now I it's do. It's hard to remember. <laughs> yeah, I gave it a 2 out of 10. Matt gave it a 3 out of 10. I've got our score pulled up right here. Yeah. So not very favorable. But that's good that you like it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <that's> <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad to hear that you, uh, you're into your own. Yeah, but no, that is a good point to make about it. I haven't really thought about it. Uh like like we said, I think our, our our outlook is a little different on these movies than a lot of people. Like we really appreciate them uh, in a lot of ways, especially when they're you know good. But uh, also, there's like a point we cross that some other people don't, where it's like if the entertainment value dips enough, we start going like, "Oh, this is stupid! I hate watching this." You no, know? yeah, we're not afraid to get like really mean about these movies. Even, yeah. even ones that like I wouldn't mind just like putting on mm-hmm. like if I if I sit down and watch it like even a, a movie like uh, Gamera vs. Virus is a good example because I remember putting that on while I wasn't fully paying attention to it and I really enjoyed it and then when it came time to record our episode and we got real quiet and we focused in on the movie and took it very seriously it sucked so bad. <laughs> yeah, so it, it, you know, it's like, but other people uh, can sort of like watch them and like appreciate certain things that are in there despite the weaknesses, right? In ways that I, you know, I think that me and Gratton just might not be capable of. Yeah, we uh, don't have the time to fuck around. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we're busy people. We're busy, 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 busy. Okay, what's your most overrated Godzilla movie? God, um, that's a good that's that's a good one because I didn't I've never really thought about that. Uh, shit, give me a second. I gotta think about You're that good. one for because because there's there's a ton of them that I feel like are severely looked at that are that are there's a lot of them that are put up on a pedestal. Right. Uh, some for good reasons, some for not. Um, 
You know what? Screw it. I'm just going to shit all over the anime trilogy because I didn't like that shit. Woo! Woo! Yeah, we fucking hate those movies. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I know there's a lot of new fans. There's a lot of, like, a lot of people in the community now that really like it. And I can see why. They've been getting a ton of support recently. But I just don't understand it. Like, maybe the, the whole thing is just super depressing to me. Yeah. Like, the whole... And the 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 one out of the trilogy that pisses me off the most is city on the edge of battle and mm-hmm. it's mainly because of the bait and switch marketing right um because we thought we were going to get some kind of cool um version of mecha godzilla but we got buildings uh basic we basically got skynet is what we got yeah and it's not done in like a clever way where they're like oh this here's like this weird new way that we're trying to interpret that it mm-hmm. was just mm-hmm. it just came off as like oh that just fucking sucks yeah I, I just don't i don't care for it i used to feel the same way about uh shin godzilla but i've grown to really like shin godzilla over the years uh if i had to pick one more um, i don't like ver i don't like versus gigan yeah all that much I think that film gets put up on a pedestal a little bit higher than it should. Uh, I mean, this other than maybe the Geigen suit, all the other ones in that movie just look like trash. Right. Uh, you can see, you can literally see Nakajima's armpits in that movie be, <laughs> through the gar, through the Godzilla suit. Um, the Ghidorah suit looked like garbage because it had been beaten to shit in Destroy All Monsters. Right. Um, so and just. <laughs> I just don't think that the plot was all that original to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. I, yeah, I think no. guy again. I mean, I love that movie, but I think I admitted in our episode that it's like entirely nostalgia that like keeps yeah, me from being is. like crazy angry at it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll still watch it. Like, I still appreciate it for what it is, but like, it's not the first film I'm gonna reach for when I'm in the mood to watch a Showa era Godzilla movie. Right. Hmm. Yeah, a lot of these we haven't gotten a chance to talk about just because, like, we're trying to, like, hold off our opinions until the episode. But we've mm-hmm. got so many movies to talk about that it's just, like... Daunting. We able, yeah, we haven't been able... It's just sort of like we got to be quiet for two years until we get to <laughs> <laughs> the movie finally. Yeah. Let me ask you, uh, I'll, I'll turn the tables a little bit. What's your What's your most overrated film? I've got one, and I don't know if the world's ready to hear it. Oh, man. Oh, um, Matt, do you want to go first? I can think of a couple. Um, Now, it's a bit of a hot take, but I personally feel like maybe the most overrated, it might be Chin. Um, and I know that there's like an army of people who love that. Like, it's mostly loved movie. Mm-hmm. you know like but well, it won a bunch of awards no yeah it's like respected like it's not just like people like it it's like there's yeah. merit to it and stuff and i see certain things that people like in it but i really like maybe it's because i'm stupid or something but uh <laughs> i really just don't feel like it's working very well as an entertaining movie and it doesn't really like make or like bring up anything that I find interesting, like, you know, outside of entertainment value or whatever. Like, I don't feel like it 
at least for me, it doesn't, uh, it's not very interesting in like a, I don't know, analytical way. I don't know, but that's sort of how I feel. And then there's another one that, but I want to hear Gratton's. Okay. You know, I think, uh, Brian from Kaiji Vision might want to sneak into your bedroom and slit your throat in the middle of the night for saying that. <laughs> I'll be ready for him. I sleep with a handgun under my pillow. Okay? I'm I'm dying for it, all right? <laughs> um, no, but yeah, there's some people that feel very strongly. Now, I mine, know. I know. Mine might be like the only one that's like a hotter take than that. I think I know what it is. And let me preface this by saying what I'm about to say does not mean that I don't like the movie or that it's a bad movie. I think it is both a good movie and a movie that I enjoy and an important movie, but the first Godzilla is yep. not all that. It's it's really, like, not the movie that everybody claims it is. Yeah, it gets built up a little bit, and the, the overrated is the key word here. Like, right. I think we both feel the same way about it, and we talked about it in our original episode, but, like, it's very good movie, very, like it's like historically valuable and like extremely, you know, Incredibly, like it's up there. Yeah. Yeah. But it, like as a movie, uh, it's a little overhyped, uh, mm-hmm. both in like what it's trying to do with like symbolism, uh, and like with how enjoyable the movie is. I think people's nostalgia and respect for it. They let that overwhelm the fact that like it really hasn't aged well. Yeah, especially in the special effects department, it's just like really hasn't held up all that yeah. much. But that doesn't take away any of the importance no, yeah. of it. And the fact, like the the core story there, is actually pretty strong, especially for that early in the Godzilla yeah. series. Like that's a pretty strong story. Um, mm. But yeah, overrated. Yeah, I mean, we gave it. I think we both gave it a seven out of ten. Yeah, no. We, Which is a just, good score. Yeah, it, it's just like exempt from other criticism that the rest of the series isn't for some right. reason. Yeah, everybody just says like, okay, this one, this is the only one that's artistic and 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 thought provoking. Yeah, and it it, it just like it, it makes it seem like that one's smarter than it is, and that the other ones are dumber than they are. You know yeah. what I mean? And they just mm-hmm. create this gap that really isn't there that much. Yeah. I will say that, you know, Gojira is not is not the movie that I'm going to show like when say when my nephew like he's 8 now. Like if he ever came to me and was like, "Hey, Uncle Mike, I need I want to watch a Godzilla movie with you." I'm not going to put on Gojira. I'm not going to put on Gojira. I'm not even going to put on like the 56 version. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh, which I'm actually a little bit nostalgic for because that one was the one that was on as a kid, the one with Raven right, Burr. Right. Yeah, same the one here. that every yeah, so I'm not going to put that on because really that movie, as artistic and as 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 respected as that movie is, it's it's not the most fun movie to watch. Yeah, yeah. I actually come away with that. I actually come away from that movie not really having my not really having anything thought provoking. I come away from it just kind of depressed. <laughs> because yeah. that's just sort of that's just sort of the nature of that movie yeah. but you have to sort of understand at the time you have to kind of look at it through the through the lens of when that movie was made too. yeah so that's why. yeah and i think it my my opinion i think uh people who think who say it like works perfectly for like a metaphor for like you know uh different countries or nuclear 
weapons or whatever. I don't think they're operating in the same cultural lexicon that the mm. that Japanese people in 1954 were, and I think right. it resonated a lot more with actual Japanese people who are living under, you know, like the thumb of America more or less right. at that point in history, and I think I think you're kind of I don't want to say lying, but you're not being entirely genuine if you say like I get how they felt. No, it's literally <laughs> impossible for us to feel how they felt. Yeah. <laughs> like No, it is. It, it is literally it's literally impossible because like I I can't put my mind into the I can't I can't put myself into the into the place of someone in 50s Japan like literally like what 10 10 years removed from the bomb. Right. Mm -hmm. I I can't I can't do that because I can't that's comprehend just not my the severity of a nuclear bomb to this day. Yeah. Like right. that's just something that there's always going to be a disconnect unless one of them gets fucking dropped here. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that that's just something that I cannot I cannot understand and I cannot bring myself to pretend like I get it. Mm -hmm. I get I, yeah. I get that. Yeah, it must have been scary. Yeah, <laughs> the closest thing we have to that is maybe 9/11, yeah. Maybe, yeah, that's the but closest. I mean that's like like, we're still, you know, more or less, you know, it was like right after that, we went and just, you know, fucked up the Middle East. No, yeah, uh, it was, we and, were totally on the offensive after that, yeah, and Japan and just wasn't allowed that. Imagine having no control. Imagine 9-11, and then a bunch of Middle Eastern people came over here to make sure that we weren't making movies about it, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, it's, yeah. It, it was, it was a very, very severe, mm -hmm. the state of yeah. Japan at that time. It's a good yeah, movie, though. I see why people like that movie. Honestly, mm -hmm. I I respect that movie. No, yeah, totally. It's just not the one I'm going to reach for when I want to sit down and and just enjoy a movie. Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent agree. Yeah, well, that's good. I was worried you were, you had your uh, you had your finger over the hang up button when we started. <laughs> uh, you know. Oh but. no 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 no! <laughs> I I I can see both sides. Yeah, honestly, yeah, yeah. I I like Gojira. I like I actually like the '56 version. Like I said, I have some nostalgic for mm -hmm. I have some nostalgia for that. Um, it's just not my favorite. That's why right. I, I I usually put it if I make one of those stupid tier lists, <laughs> I'll put it in the S category simply because you don't I hear... respect that movie. Oh. <laughs> But I no. can imagine somebody putting that there because they don't want to hear a bunch of shit for not putting it up. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not scared of that. No, I get that <laughs> constantly, so but I'm no. not scared of that. But like we said, it is extremely an extremely important movie. Like, And I mean, that's one of those ones where it's like the shockwaves of that movie aren't just felt in like the genre. Like uh -huh. a lot of the movies in the Godzilla, Godzilla, Godzilla series are. Uh, like that's, I mean, it created more or less a genre like... Yeah. That particular interpretation of like a, a giant something, you know, yeah. is like very much a a thing that's entirely emanated from that. And I mean, pop culture icon. Matt, I think the word you were looking for was Godzilla. I think you're right. Godzilla. Uh, Gretton, can you go back and uh, edit that so I say Godzilla? <laughs> <laughs> that's us going back. Yeah. That's your explained. Okay, Michael. <laughs> Next question here, uh, and this can extend to Godzilla, although we've been talking about Godzilla pretty much exclusively, um, but give us just an unpopular opinion on a giant monster movie. Uh, All Monsters Attack is a good film. 
Okay, next question. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you like the you, do you like the pregnant pause there? I um yeah, I, I like all I've grown to really like All Monsters Attack. And I've grown to like Hetera too. Um I didn't used to like it. I thought it was weird, but I really like that movie now. Yeah, there there's some very cuz aren't those movies back to back? Uh, see, Hetero was seventy. Was it before or after Gigan? I can't remember. I feel it like was af- it was It was it was before, before yeah, because yeah. the suit didn't look. Yeah, the suit didn't look like trash. During yeah, Gigan was the last yeah. one with that suit. Yeah. 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 Uh, so yeah, all Mo- see, it was destroy all monsters. Then all monsters attack was the second time that suit was used. Then Hedera, uh, and right? then Hedera, then Gigan. Yeah. Yeah. So there, there's some like similar DNA between those, which. Mm-hmm like in in the weird category mm-hmm. uh, and we we reviewed those but still to this day I've loved Hedora since I the movie since I was a kid and I love it even more now like I see it as even more like artistically valuable <laughs> and yeah. I hated all monsters attack when I was a kid and I can't stand it even more today I, I don't <laughs> really I don't know what that I don't know what it is really okay because i really enjoyed all monsters attack as a kid and then i um hopped on the bandwagon of shitting all over it uh as an adult and now uh revisiting it with the criterion collection and kind of trying to reevaluate it it's i actually enjoy it well we miss you here on the bandwagon uh yeah you're dearly (laughs) no but uh that that's just one i don't know i've been like it put me off as a kid and, mm-hmm. and it, it's weird looking back that Hedora didn't because there were yeah. some very weird off-color things that happened in that movie that should have put me off in the same way. But there's, it's just All Monsters Attack makes me feel like mm-hmm. sick. <laughs> you know, I feel like uh, yeah. Alex from uh, Clockwork Orange. You know, when he <laughs> when he's when he's thinking about getting a boner, he's yeah. You know, I just want to throw up. <laughs> But no, I I've got I kind of wish I've I could got like one that. more. Ooh. I'm sorry. I've got one more. Um, I got one more unpopular opinion. Go let's hear you it, guys. Uh, and it's just that there are n- there's no such thing as a bad Godzilla movie. There's just Godzilla movies you don't like. Hmm. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um. I think uh, it's one and the same for us. Uh, I mean, all art is fucking subjective, and right, whether yeah. you like it or not, the shit's art, you know. Uh, right. What, but what I'm referencing there is all the little shitheads online that like to argue over this film is better than this film, and right. if you right. if you like this film, you're an idiot, and you know stuff like that. Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's a good point. I think. Yeah, I, I think there are. Uh, I, th- I think the criteria that we have, or just I'll narrow it down to me, the criteria that I have for a good film can be met by some Godzilla movies and cannot be met by some Godzilla movies, while the criteria that I have for a good Godzilla movie can be met by different ones, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I can see that. Like, if I'm, if I'm, uh, let, let's say I've got my, uh, my Godzilla meter and then my, uh, tomato meter you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah. they operate on different principles <laughs> and, right. and meaning that like maybe i like uh son of godzilla or i like godzilla versus gigan as a godzilla movie but i 
am not going to say that they are a good film or that there's really anything there below the surface that's worth checking out. Right. You know what I mean? Right. No, I, I agree. But that's not to say, uh, I, I think your point was, was very good. Like don't discourage people from liking movies that they like. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is that the kind of, kind of the, the root? It's, it's, it's the meme. What's the meme where, uh, is it the Rick and Morty where you're clutch it, where you're clenching someone's lips together and say, uh, let us enjoy things or something like that. You know what I'm talking about? I think, I think I know the image you're speaking <clears throat> of. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to picture in my mind what the, what the meme actually says, but, um, let people i think it's like let people enjoy things because during you know that meme popped up a lot when after king of the monsters and all the shipping stuff started to happen with the mothra godzilla shippers Mm -hmm. and uh like a lot of people were bitching about it and so that meme would pop up a lot from folks that are like okay so you like godzilla shipping so what just let people enjoy the things they enjoy and shut up yeah no yeah we agree uh that's our genuine general uh, attitude. I would, I would, I would think, but um, I think uh, good or bad is very much a, a personal thing for both of us. Like we don't really it's subjective. Yeah, we don't really think mm-hmm. of movies in objective sense for the most part. Right. You know. But yeah. Okay. So next question: Your all-time favorite kaiju movie, and don't let Henry hear me say that. Uh, answer however you want. I will answer however I want, and it is it is kaiju, not daikaiju. Well, it is also daikaiju, but I like to say kaiju just because I feel like the word kaiju just encompasses all of it, mm-hmm. which will I think it's anger. A, it's adapted a different meaning than the original meaning, so I think it's kind of acceptable, or it should be at least. Ah, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna another hot take. I'm gonna go with um, King of the Monsters because that's just fun. The new one. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. No. It's just, uh, it's just fun. Uh, it's. Yeah. That's if I had to pick a runner-up or anything like that. No, I'm not gonna cop out. I'm gonna say King of the Monsters. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. No. That's that's a good way of looking at it. Uh, no. Yeah. I I, get, I totally get uh, watching that movie with just like fun in mind. I totally get that. I think a lot of people were sort of hoping for something different from mm. it. But uh, I think what turned me yeah. off was just like I could not get 2014 out of my head. Think like yeah, you got 2014, and then you have a sequel to 2014, which is nothing like it, and that just like still turns me off. But yeah. I've I've always been kind of jealous of people who can like really appreciate that movie for what it's worth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2014 was sort of artsy. It was um, it it. It felt like a giant monster movie. What you what what probably would actually happen if a giant monster came and attacked the city, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Um, but King of the Monsters to me just felt like what very it was very reminiscent to the Showa era, mm-hmm. like where the Showa era was all yeah. over the place and it was just throwing everything at you, and there was pseudoscience and mysticism and just uh, giant monster wrestling and it was all that stuff rolled into one. And, uh, yeah, I, I like King of the Monsters. I, I will probably die on that heel at some <laughs> point, but yeah. That's good. We respect you for that. Yeah, I think it's fine. Yeah. Fine to like that, I mean. 
Um, we'll allow you to like that. Yeah. Okay. The council has decided. As long as you allow it. <laughs> um, okay. All-time favorite giant monster. <laughs> Do I have to answer this one? Yes. <laughs> Why not? Okay. So, uh, aside from Godzilla, I'm not going to, because I'm not, because Godzilla is usually a given. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I guess so. Um, King Ghidorah. That's a good one. He's awesome. Yeah, that is yeah. an iconic design. He really is. It's it's that's one of those things you look back and it's like, wow, what a perfect design. Like it's kind of crazy that they like Toho is getting like so many like memorable designs down. Mm-hmm. Like you know, first they got Godzilla, which is just like you know, I mean, it's become like a pop culture icon like around the fucking world. Mm-hmm. And then like King Ghidorah right after that is like a whole nother one. That people yeah, I mean, a perfect, like, they fucking hit the nail right on the head. Like, mm-hmm. that's just a, a perfect whatever. Antithesis. Yeah, antithesis to Godzilla. Good choice. Yeah, I like them. Love King Ghidorah. What did, what, what's your favorite uh, King Ghidorah design? I'll add that. Showa. Yeah. Showa, yeah. Uh, or King Ghid- uh, King Ghidra, as he was referred right. to in the in the Showa era. Uh Heisei's okay, but to me, uh Showa King Ghidorah is always gonna be King Ghidorah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of the default in my mind. When I yeah. think of King Ghidorah, mm-hmm. it's like him. Uh favorite King Kong movie. Well, it's definitely not King Kong Lives, I'll tell you that. <laughs> um 2005 Peter Jackson because it was the closest to the original 33 but also gave you a little bit of extra. Yeah. Yeah, that movie's awesome. That's such a good movie. I love that movie. And it's be- it's beautiful in 4K. So I need to get it in 4K. You don't have it yet? Yeah. I have it on Blu-ray and it's upscaled but I got to get it. Got to get it. Um favorite Gamera movie. Guardian of the Universe. Is that a from I didn't think ninety from ninety five. I didn't think this one through. Matt hasn't seen that one, and I've only seen it I, once. Yeah, I, I've been saving myself for the for the Heisei ones. Uh, oh, you it's viewing. there's there's a reason why the Heisei trilogy is is regarded as sort of the holy grail of kaiju of kaiju and tokusatsu during at least during the the hate during the nineties. Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. everybody hypes them up so much. I don't want to let it get to i but i'm like i'm waiting i'm saving myself for the right time yeah but i would suggest if you do watch them all like back to back during a weekend and i think you'll appreciate it more all three or or all three okay yeah all all three watch them back to back i will keep that in mind yeah we probably need to do that at some point this yeah i i, I bought the um the mill creek release Mm-hmm. Uh, a few years ago when we were in a Matt and I had a dorm together at college and uh, I I would put those Gamera movies on like in the background and, and I put those first two Heisei movies on just like half paying attention and I, I turned them off before they finished because it's like I feel like I need to be paying a little bit more attention <laughs> to what's going right. on like I feel like these aren't quite this isn't Gamera versus Virus we're talking about mm-hmm. This is there's something a little more that I need to be present for uh, for sure worst Godzilla design uh, uh, dad jeans from 1967 son of Godzilla yeah mm-hmm. objectively that's the right answer 
You answered correctly. <laughs> he is an ugly motherfucker. <laughs> so ugly. Uh, if I had to pick, if I had to pick a runner-up, I will pick a runner-up on that because there has been some rough ones. Yeah. Um, Godzilla Earth. Really? Yeah, I don't like that design. I I got really turned off because it's so similar to the 2014 Godzilla. Oh, and just come silhouette. On. You know what I mean? Like, no. but. You're, it is like a, a, a like one they might have tossed out in the drawing board yeah. uh, for the 2014 or I know that they didn't but it like it seems like one mm. that's just like a sort of different but that snub sort of face yeah he's got like he's the got, alligator but yeah he's totally bland though I I, I agree he is a terrible design mm-hmm. um, he's got the he's got the grandpappy eyes like he's got yeah. he's all squinty eyed yeah. which Kind of makes sense because he's what twenty thousand years old at that point, so kinda makes sense. I just don't like the design. I, yeah, yeah. I, I get what they were going for. I'm he was you. supposed to be, yeah, but I just don't like it. Yeah, no. Yeah, I don't. Th- I think what was great about the two thousand fourteen design is that like you can judge it on its own, whatever. But like for that movie and for the universe in that movie, it's so perfect. Mm-hmm. It's like exactly yeah. what it needed to be, and for mm-hmm. for those anime movies, that design just like it's all right. But do you do you think it would be out of place if they chose to do something a little bit closer to Heisei or even Millennium? With what? With the Godzilla Earth design. I don't know what that design would be good for because he's like really smooth. He's not very textured, and like mm-hmm. I don't get. Like with the 2014 design and basically all Godzilla designs, you can see his eyes. Like they're really mm. like it, a lot of the personality. Like if you look at like uh, Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla, like the look on his face and his eyes, like tell you, like they clue you into like the personality of that particular Godzilla. And the right. same with like uh, the 85 Godzilla or the Heisei design. Like the eyes on that just kind of like. That that's such a big part of their personality, but the the anime design, like you said, you can't really see his eyes, and like I don't, I don't know what he would be good for. He just kind of looks lazy, and like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. If, that, if like... I'm making any sense, I don't know. No, you're fine. You're make you're making sense. I get you. Even the the Shin Godzilla eyes, they're like kind of like vacant, which kind of makes it like scary because like it's like. You don't even know if he knows what he's doing. Right. Well, Shin Godzilla's got the googly eyes too. Mm-hmm. Right. He's got, he's got, he suffers from the googly eyes, uh, sort of like, um, sort of kind of like, uh, 67 because 67 has kind of googly eyes. Too. Right. I, I, the first time I ever saw Godzilla at all was on the, um, it was like uh, one of those be a dad commercials. Yeah. <laughs> And it was that it was that thing it was that Godzilla design with Manila breathing fire or whatever and it was like be a dad and I remember I saw that on TV like I was watching Code Lyoko or whatever the fuck and you know a TV break came on and I saw that as an ad and it scared me I was like I was like what the hell was that I had no idea it was supposed to be like I didn't know what the fuck I was looking at right like, it doesn't really look like a dinosaur it's just kind of like a scary mutant. <laughs> thing Manila did not help. I didn't know what the because he doesn't look like Godzilla either. Mm. But uh, when, when I got into Godzilla, I loved Son of Godzilla. So, but no, he's ugly. 
bottom line. Um, okay, this one's kind of like a fun what-if scenario. Um, if any giant monster were to be real, which one? Uh, do I like? Do I want them to be real, or is it plausible that they're real? Uh, okay. Let's say, let's say uh, the genie shows up and he says, "There's going to be a giant monster one way or another." Uh, you can choose which one it is. Oh, okay. Um, one of them's going to be forced into existence, and you get to pick. Oh boy. Uh, you know what? Screw it. I'm gonna go with uh, Baragon. Yeah. All right. I'm going to go with Baragon. For what reasons? Just because he seems harmless enough. Okay. <laughs> that's a good choice. Yeah, that's a, that's a good answer. Are you? Are we talking about the uh, the GMK Baragon, or are we talking about the Frank? Yeah, we'll go with GMK. Yeah. We'll go with GMK because he's, the, or she, he, I don't know, because it was a female actor that did, I don't know what to refer to it as, so I'm just going to say Baragon. Yeah. Um, And... Yeah, we'll we'll go with that design because I feel like it was the most harmless of all. And it was I feel like Baragon would show up and be like, "Oh, well, I'm hi humans. I'm just going to be off here doing my own thing. So as long as you don't shoot at me, I, we'll be cool." So, yeah. I feel like Baragon's definitely like he kind of fills that Anguirus role where like if another more threatening monster showed up, he'd try his best to stop him. Yeah. <laughs> Which it's I guess he he's did. he's a good boy. Yeah, he is a good boy. Um, okay. I'm out of interview questions. Would you like to start talking about our movies? Yeah, we can touch on those. Okay. And also, I know we're going a little long here, which isn't bad. I'm just going to upload whatever we get. But if you have something to do, if you need to go eat or whatever, we can cut this call whenever you need to. Uh, that's fine. Yeah, uh, my wife should be home shortly, so I'll probably head out when she gets back, so I can, so we can get dinner started. Yeah, yeah. Whenever you're ready to cut it, you know, just yeah, just let, let us let, know. Let us know. Never fine. Okay. I've, uh, I one uh probably one just uh so we're not so we're kind of trying to keep everything as concise as we can. One thing that I thought about doing was just kind of talking about uh since the films that I picked were sort of uh show a like all in the Showa era. One of them was super campy and silly. One was really serious. And then one was sort of an in-between fan favorite. We could probably talk about sort of just um, the Showa era in general. Okay. Yeah, Maybe sure. we could maybe take that avenue. All right. Well, um, do you have uh, any, any particular talking points that uh, those, those movies brought up? Uh, not well. I, wa- I rewatched X from outer space. And so we can, we can start there, um, because that film, I didn't get to see that film until much, much later in life. And it is, I feel like to enjoy that one, you already have to be invested in this genre anyway, because it is really silly, but it, but to me, it's really fun too. It, it just kind of embraces all of the silliness that, the Showa era in particular gave us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I, I agree. Uh, we we watched that one like what a couple of years ago, a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was um, our second movie we reviewed. So two years ago was the last time yeah. we actually saw it. Yeah, I remember. Jeez, yeah, I remember we had like a really negative reaction to it the first time around. 
Yeah, I gave it a two. You gave it a three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, you guys were super. I, I went back and listened to that episode, and you guys were a little harder on it than maybe because <laughs> oh shucks, because Gratton, you like King Kong Escapes, and so I'm a little bit surprised that you were hard on that you were as hard on uh, X from Outer Space as you were because you know King Kong Escapes is pretty silly. Well, I'll tell you this: X from Outer Space didn't have a kick-ass villain like Doctor Who. <laughs> and, that's true and if they could that's true. if that cast I, I will admit it, it kind of has a similar setup and it's interesting that you brought up mm-hmm. those two uh, in comparison with one another but if if that crew had a bad guy or an antagonist mm-hmm. that worked as well as Doctor Who did I probably would like that movie a lot more yeah um yeah. I Doctor Who is like so much of why I like King Kong Escapes <laughs> it, it's it's crazy but I also like um I also kind of just like the fact that like the King Kong in that movie is kind of like a bastardization of of all the other King Kongs where they're trying to, the filmmakers were like, Oh, maybe he's like thinking a little bit, you know, or maybe he's, he's doing this for a reason. And in, in King Kong escapes, it's just like, okay, he's huge. He's, I'm not going to say that he's stupid. (laughs) And he's a, he's a big ass gorilla. Uh, Yeah. And big monkey. Super strong. Super strong, just asleep at the wheel, and dangerous. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and for sure. uh, Galala. I love the design of Galala. I think that's like that just screams Showa, mm-hmm. <laughs> like Showa Japan giant monster movies. It doesn't convey personality in the way that the King Kong suit did. Yeah, yeah, unintentional or otherwise. Right, for sure. Yeah. Uh, to me, like that movie is what. I feel like people outside that are not familiar with this, this genre of film, that's that movie is what comes to mind when you say giant monster movie from Japan. X, that X is, from outer I space. feel like, or yeah, the X from outer space. Yeah. Right? yeah. Like, I feel like X from outer space comes like the, the I'm trying to think of how to word this, like the way, like how silly that movie is, is how other people view this genre. And so yeah. it embraces all of those things. Yeah. And that's why I actually like it. Cause I like sort of the weird stuff anyway. So that's why I like X from outer space. And you contrast that with something like Rodan, which was Honda's, um, which was supposed to be, which was modeled after the original Gojira. And you can kind of see that template play out in that movie where it's a little bit more serious uh, there's obviously some messages there that they're trying to to get out, like uh, mine. Like mining was a huge thing there. There's mentions of global warming, uh, conservation, et cetera, et cetera. I feel like the movie. I feel like Rodan gets looked over a lot because people are already fixated on this genre as being silly. But that movie, Rodan, talking about Rodan now, that is one of the gems of this franchise. I think. And it is a must-watch if you're at all interested in this genre at all. Did you uh, Did you listen to our review of that? I did not. Okay. <laughs> I did not. I didn't want you. I did not want your because you told me you revor- you reviewed all three of the movies uh, that I picked por- fairly poorly. So I didn't want. Um, I didn't want my heart broken. Well, I understand. That, that's a movie that Matt 
famously every time there's a bad movie he compares it to Rodan. Yeah, I Oh boy. Yeah, I and once again it's like uh we're you know, me and Grattan and you are sort of uh judging these movies a little differently. Uh mm-hmm. and I think both of us sort of envy your uh ability to value things in these movies, but we get uh maybe it's because we've uh we're both like ADD riddled uh, spastics, but uh, <laughs> we we just get bored with movies like that pretty easily, mm. um, and we just can't help but be really critical of certain things that other people forgive. Um, I'll grant you this: we watched. That's another example of where we watched the American version. That is true. Yeah, and yeah. we have not seen the Japanese version. Are you talking about, like, when you say you like Rodan, are you talking about, in particular, one version over the other? No, I, li- I like either versions. Okay. I've seen, okay. I watched uh, the English dub of Rodan growing up. Uh, I'd seen, I, the version that I watched before this conversation was the Japanese version on Criterion. And both versions, to me, hold up. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see the... Japanese version I really would yeah like even my philosophy is um even if I don't like a giant monster movie I kind of want it you know what I mean like I want a copy of it and the reason that I haven't seen the Japanese version is because there's not a Japanese version on a a region one (laughs) blu-ray that I can buy you know what I mean well technically there is uh, oh yeah Japan's region one right yeah, you can find them. Yeah, you, the, you can get your hands on them now. Importing them is another different, as another story. Right. I was hoping that Criterion would put out like a little collection of non Godzilla Toho movies, like do like Frankenstein Conquers the World, Gargantuas, Mothra, mm-hmm. Rodan. Well, Gargantuas and Rodan's already on their channel, right? So it's to me, it's only it's only a matter of time before they do that. Anyway, I think because they're. You know, they've already put out the Godzilla set, so why not? I hope you're right, because I, I would definitely buy that. But I just, as is right now, I can't justify like spending the money on the Criterion channel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you're only going to watch like a handful of movies, I get it. Totally and I, get it. And I also, um, like, I have a, I love collecting movies, and I love watching movies, but I have this problem where like I just put it off. And so, like, I if, if I'm paying for a subscription where I just, like, keep paying and I just can't find the time to watch the movies that I want to watch. Like, I did a free mm-hmm. trial a few months ago and I had, like, you know, probably three or four more movies in my queue by the time it expired. Right. So I'm just like, oh, well, I'm you know, I don't want to pay $100 a year <laughs> for that. Our, our big issue with that movie, and it's an issue that we also had with Godzilla Raids again, is that... In certain Showa series movies, which is wrap this back around to Showa uh, topic, the Showa topic is that there are certain movies that have really, really long sequences where it's just toy planes firing at monsters. Mm-hmm. And I remember Rodan and Godzilla Raids again being like the two worst examples. Yeah. Where- well, there's examples of that all through the era, too. I mean, the. In God and Mothra versus Godzilla, there's that too. Like there's that because you've got 
the first act of Mothra versus Godzilla is really good. And then it kind of lulls after the first battle between Mothra and Godzilla, after the, after the adult Mothra dies. Uh-huh. And then you've got uh, the military attacking Godzilla. It, it sort of lulls there a little bit. And you've got sort of that, you've got a little bit of that stock footage. You've got sort of the constant, you know, scenes of, of, of uh, jets and tanks just yeah. moving. But I, I don't know. I, it's hard it's hard for me to not it's hard for me to hate on that kind of stuff since I'm so nostalgic for it. I understand that. It is a a certain genre defining quality to it as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I totally understand. Now if I was someone who had never like say, for example, if I was my wife who never watches any of these films, she would be sitting there like, uh like what's go like what's going on? What what's you know why do they keep showing the same thing over and over and over? And then, right. then I would have to, then I would have to explain. Well, you know, budget cuts and all that. So um, to say all that, it's really hard for me to. It's 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 well, I should say it's easy for me to overlook that stuff. Right. Just because I like this, just because I enjoy this kind of stuff so much. I totally understand. That's a that's a good viewpoint, and, and I, I wish I had it. <laughs> again, that. <laughs> That's one of the things that, like, if I'm putting one of those movies on and, like, not entirely paying attention to it, wouldn't really mm. be a problem to me. Mm-hmm. It's it's just the right. fact that when we watch these movies, we try to be, like, very, uh, we, we just try to give them as much attention as they deserve. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I sit down, I, I zone in, I tune out every everything else going on, and I'm like, okay, I just want to watch this movie. I want this movie to talk to me, and after that, I'll judge it for what it, you know, has said. And uh, it's it's in those like viewing environments where that stuff really sticks out as a negative. Yeah, yeah. Mm. We're being like hypercritical in in these situations as well. Like we're we're trying to really be harsh. Yeah, because if you asked me like what I thought about like any given movie, I could give you like a two sentence summary of what I think. But it's the fact that like we want to meet a time limit of an hour discussing each one of these thoroughly. Right. We're we're gonna come across some things that we feel strongly about, and okay, Mothra. Uh, sorry, Mothra versus Godzilla from nineteen ninety two, or Godzilla versus Mothra from nineteen ninety two. Yeah, what's your t- what's your two sentence uh, take on that? Pretty good. I like it. Yeah, I I like it too. Uh, I enjoy that movie a lot. <laughs> but that but again, that's not one that we've watched like this that yet. Yeah, so, yeah. We, so we've... my my current thoughts on it might not match up exactly with my Don Fry's. Um, right. <laughs> like, For sure. Um, a good example, Mothra versus Godzilla, the 60s. What was that, 61? 64. Oh, fuck me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but that was one that... Um, that was one that... Matt and I both agreed because there's a, a it has a stigma around it as being one of the better Godzilla movies, mm-hmm. like just of the whole series. So we kind of went into that one like wanting to be angry at it, but when we yeah. sat down and watched it, like we actually enjoyed it. Like no, yeah, it's just like not one of the standout ones in our opinion. But yeah, I gave it a pretty good score. I gave it a six. What did I give it? I gave it like you a... gave it a five point five. Yeah, which isn't bad. Yeah. I mean, you've given much less. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's probably um, it may could be it could possibly be considered one of those that people put up on a pedestal 
a little higher than it should be. Um, but it's for me personally, it's top it, for me personally, it's top tier, right? If I was doing a tier, if I was doing a tier list, God, uh, Mothra versus Godzilla from 1964 would be on the S in the S category. And I hope I'm saying that right. Yeah. It's the S category. Yeah. Um, but I can see why it would not be, so, it would not be someone's favorite film of the franchise. Like a lot of folks prefer Ghidorah, the three headed monster also from 64 above Mothra versus Godzilla right. because Ghidorah is a lot more fun to watch. I don't know why I said to... 61. Cause I knew that eh, I knew that King Kong okay. versus Godzilla came out in 62. Yeah. Right. Well, you were probably thinking the original Mothra film came out in 61. Exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> exactly what I'm going to give you the out. I'm going to give you an out right there. Yeah, thank you very much. It was probably because I'll you were it. thinking about that. So tell <laughs> us why you like it. Uh, and I'm not, not to put you on the hot seat or anything, but like that Matt and I are kind of closed off, like with just the two of us, it's kind of an echo chamber of like mm-hmm. how we feel. So just as somebody who feels differently, what, um, what attracts you to that movie? It's one of the last movies we get where Godzilla felt more like a force of nature, more like an animal. That's true. Than the, um, like the superhero version that we got later on. Like right. you see in the next film, Ghidorah, you see little glimpses of sort of Godzilla changing from antagonist to defender of earth, right. reluctant, reluctant defender of earth. I'll say, mm-hmm. uh, sort of the anti-hero, but that's the last film in the franchise, at least in the Showa era where he really, where it really, where you really feel like, there's a there's an impending doom behind Godzilla. There's a seriousness behind that film, and I that, a lot of the critiques of that film too come from sort of the treatment of the fairies or the peanuts, however you want the the little twins that uh, people love so much. Um, mm. There's a lot of critiques of sort of like uh, I've heard some people say they don't like the film because of the quote unquote human trafficking aspect of the film. It's like okay, hmm. <laughs> uh, I can I can kind of see that, but all right, yeah. um, I will I will validate your opinion. Um, I think that's more egregious no, I, in in the first Mothra, isn't it? Because they get forced to perform in the first one, and in the second one, they do get they, they, they can do like get forced to perform. Stuff, right? Yeah, they do get forced to perform in the first one. Uh, in sixty four, I don't believe no, they don't get forced there, uh, and I don't think they're necessarily forced in. Ghidorah either they do show up to perform but it's not under duress right um i just like i just like mothra versus godzilla just because it's it's just the more serious uh film it's one of the more serious films in the franchise and i like my godzilla to be destructive and although the the battles between puppet mothra and puppet godzilla aren't the best um Mm -hmm. It's at least it, it at least has a, a a decent story to it. Yeah, no, you're you're right there. I, I totally get that. Yeah, it at least has a decent story to it. And really, to be fair, um, it feels more like a Mothra movie than a Godzilla. It feels like a Mothra movie with Godzilla inserted mm-hmm. than a Godzilla movie with Mothra. Yeah, inserted. Yeah. Well, I've got to say, you completely changed my mind. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but that those are those are 
really good reasons. And I think we talked about most of those. I think we conceded that the story was pretty good. Yeah. When we reviewed it all those years ago. Mm-hmm. Um. Anything else, Gretton? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Matt, did you, pre- no. did you prepare anything for this? No, I just put some jank-ass software on my computer uh, for it. <laughs> no. Look, you may have gotten a virus on your computer, but I spent days thinking of words to write down for this, all right? And nothing can compare to that, the effort I put into that. I think you're right. The, the 15 minutes of effort you put into this podcast. <laughs> I get it. I totally get it. Well, um, Michael, I I appreciate you coming on the show. I know it's it's something that I, I we we've been chatting in the DMs uh, for a <laughs> while, and um, yeah, for sure. And you guys are more than welcome to come on my shows to my show and even uh, Kaiju Weekly. Uh, we just got to find a spot for you. We would both like that. Yeah, yeah. no, we're totally down. We may even, uh, I'll get Travis to send you the, um, the master list of the episodes that we're working on, um, for the rest of the year. Maybe you guys can pick and choose which ones you want to be involved in. That'd be cool. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. I noticed, uh, like every now and then we're putting out, uh, I say we, but Giant Monster BS and Kaiju Weekly are putting out episode, like the same episodes, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, the, we did the. We did King. We did back to back Cloverfield. Yeah, and we and, did King, yeah. Kong, King Escapes, Kong Escapes. Yeah. Which I noticed. I don't know why that happens. Like we we did the same thing. Like we put out our virus episode mm-hmm. right when the Monsters vs. Men guys were doing theirs, and I think uh, <laughs> <laughs> we. I. Huh. I saw that because you stole their artwork. And yeah, I, used I, it I did as... that to fuck with them because I. <laughs> I saw, I was like, I was listening to them while I was working and I was like, okay, this is pretty good. Next episode. And I was like, oh, they haven't done virus. I'm about to put out virus. I was like, okay, I'm going to fuck with them. Yeah. So so I used like their, their format of uh, episode announcement pictures or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they didn't seem to like that. So (laughs) That no, I I can tell you uh, that they they actually saw it as a compliment. They do that y'all because they figured you guys were trolling them anyway. Uh, <laughs> I talked to I talked to Alex pretty frequently, and he mentioned that it was it was just kind of funny. It was just kind of funny. That's cool. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I I no, I don't think anybody took it as you just outright ripping them off without being a little bit tongue-in-cheek with it. I want... Uh, part of me wanted to, like, keep doing it until they told us to stop. <laughs> <laughs> Just get... Oh, like, first one's like, haha, okay. The second one's like, uh, what's going on? Third one's like, can you please stop? <laughs> you yeah. Know, I kind of wanted it to get to, like, where they had to give us a fucking cease and yeah. desist. Cease and desist. <laughs> yeah. 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 But, uh, we got our new art, and so I, I kind of created our own format so they can, uh, now they can copy us. No, I, I like your new artwork. Uh, I can't wait for you guys to have a new theme song because I think that's something you guys are working on. Yeah, Matt is, is hard indeed. at work getting meeting my list of demands for a, <laughs> for a theme song, but uh, he sent me like a demo of what he's working on last night, and it's very fitting, I, I think. And I'm it's pretty dope. I'm really looking forward to it. This next episode that we're putting out uh, about Mechagodzilla uh, is going to feature it. In our opening gag, 
Uh, I don't know if this episode's going to come out before that one. I'll just have to see. But, um, yeah, it was it was great to have you on. I really appreciate you. Um, you've been kind of our liaison into this little club of yep. Godzilla <laughs> podcasts in, in a weird way. Because, <laughs> like I said, you reached out after the red-pilled one, and then we've been, like, messaging back and forth. You gave me that, uh, what's it called, the champion festival cut of mm. uh, King Kong Escapes. Yeah, uh, thank uh, Matt from Kaiju Transmissions for that because he he gave that to us, and so I thought, why not pass it on to you guys? Because I know you're a, a King Kong escape stand. Yeah, it, it's crazy. I never really considered how much I liked that movie until we had to yeah. talk about it, and then I was like, yeah. I'm a fucking super fan of this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you've been messaging, and then we did that stream a few weeks back where you popped in. You're like the only person that showed yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was. Uh, I didn't want you guys to be kind of left out in the cold. I tried to get. Um, I tried to get uh, Nathan and Travis to pop in too, but they were both busy with uh, life stuff, and I was just kind of being <laughs> a lazy, lazy asshole on the couch. <laughs> Uh, Somebody showed up. I swear one of those guys showed up for like a second and then dipped. <laughs> <laughs> like I think and Nathan clicked did. the link and went fuck, 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 and then he yeah. closed it. <laughs> He's like, I can't, I can't be tied to these guys. Yeah. No, no, I cannot. I cannot get fucking canceled right now. <laughs> um, but yes, uh, you've been very nice to us and. Um, I'm sure when we run out of people willing to come on this show, we'll ask for you to come back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would. I'd be happy to do it, man. It's it's not a problem at all. It was a lot of fun. Awesome. And, thank you so um, much. Yeah, thank you. And for anybody interested in finding Michael, he's on Twitter. He's on Instagram. He's on Facebook. He's we'll on be two leaving different hit- podcasts. And we'll be leaving his home address in the description of this podcast. Yeah, and if you check the show did, notes, we'll wait, have no, your no, no, uh, no. social. I didn't agree to be doxxed. <laughs> now, come on. Well, it defeats all the fun of it. We're, we're going to kidnap you and sell you in a Wayfair cabinet to yeah. uh, <laughs> any potential yeah. customer. If anybody's looking for his podcast, he'll be in a Wayfair cabinet uh, set at $10,000. $40,000 cabinet. Uh, yeah, named Michael. Yeah. <laughs> this is the Michael-style cabinet. <laughs> It'll just be thrown together with pallet wood. You'll come in a crate. You'll be yeah. a... Yeah. <laughs> You'll It'll be come in some flat packing Stanley peanuts. style. You'll you'll yeah. be flat, and we'll put you in the uh, post office uh, box if they're still around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, now nah, you guys are you guys are great. I really appreciate thanks, it. Thanks, man. Um, it's always it's always good to talk with people. Uh, and you got I, I wanted to come on and be with you guys just because I know your format's a little bit looser, um, and it's. Although I like structure, but it's good just to kind of cut loose and just have a, a really honest conversation with just people who are who just we're just fans. I mean, uh, we're all just fans of this genre, and you know, it's just good to treat each other like human beings and just have a, a good conversation and just bullshit with each other for a couple hours. Totally, man. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you need us to censor all your cuss words on this, or are you okay with everybody here and? Here. Uh no, I'm good with it. I knew what I was getting myself into. <laughs> okay. uh, no, I, I'm fine. Good man. I'm good. 